I'm your host, Michelle, and as usual, I'm joined with Jamie, our co-host, who's going to go over some small announcements. Jamie, do you want to go ahead and take care of those? Yeah, hey guys. If you want to support us, you can start with monthly donations on Patreon. This will allow us to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. We always have that link posted in the description below. Secondly, send us a voice message on Anchor. This can allow us to hear what you have to say, and you may also be featured on a future episode, so I think that'd be really cool if you guys could send some of those in. Lastly, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, so our podcasts will show up more when people search for us. It'll help bring us higher up in the charts and just get our name out there. If you want to Go follow us on Spotify. We're also on Spotify and a few other platforms. So definitely go do that. Yes. Follow us on the podcasting platform of your choice. So, and follow us on Instagram as well because we have daily lives where we go over cards and just kind of what's going on in the world and how the card kind of reflects that. It's really cool and a lot of fun. Yeah. So today's episode is going to be really interesting. We have a lot of crap going on here in the world, and so we're going to take a moment and look up again at the stars. And today, Jamie and I are going to get our birth charts read to us by someone who is clearly an expert. I'm just kidding. She's a friend of mine. Uh, she's not an expert, but she's done this a couple of times. She's kind of into it a little bit. Um, she was the videographer for my wedding. Um, so this is Christy. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and stuff? Hi. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here. You're correct. I am not an expert. However, I do consider myself maybe mid-level. So I know enough to tell quite a few people that I encounter a little bit about themselves and what their signs and sign things mean. As Michelle mentioned, I'm a videographer. I also do photography. I work in modeling, voice acting, regular acting, etc. The whole shebang. If you have any business inquiries, you're welcome to message me on my website at handsomecatproductions.com. And today I'm really excited to be looking at the birth charts for Michelle and Jamie. I don't know who's going first, though. I'll go first since you know me. Also, just so you guys know, all links will be in the description down below, so you can go ahead and check those out if you are interested in maybe doing some work with Christy or hiring for her for something. So, yay! <laughs> but I'll, I volunteer as tribute. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So we have Miss Michelle. Now, she is a December baby. I got their information ahead of time. And... She's a late December baby, pretty close to my mom's birthday, actually, just off by, you know, 50 years or whatever. You know, <laughs> what's a year you know. or two or 50? What's, what's a couple decades? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so that makes her a Capricorn sun. And I know you guys heard their last podcast. They kind of covered the basics about astrology and talked about some of the general things that what sun, moon, ascendant, or rising signs are and what they can mean for people. The sun is, of course, your basics, your 
outward, you're inward, you're everything. The sun is what you are, your individuality, your creative self, your life. Um, but of course, as Michelle mentioned in the last podcast, the whole chart plays in together to make a huge difference in the signs and the charts. And so Capricorn Sun, she's going to be realistic. She's going to be grounded. She's going to be ready to get things done. You're ambitious and you want to take things seriously and go at it. You'd really like to make things worthwhile and you'd really like to be useful. You'd like to be effective so you can be satisfied with your life and what you do. I mean, it sounds like, what do you think? You know me, Christy. Does that sound like me? It sounds like you, but I think there's a little more to you than that. Um, you're a bit more dreamy, I think, than that description would initially imply. I, I agree. I mean, the driven part, the goals part, yeah, but definitely, like, dreamy. That's why I was saying I'm a cusp baby. Yes, you are. You did mention that. Um, you did mention that you're a cusp baby, and that always comes into play as well. Um, and like I said, your moon and your rising, so you have all those working for you in the Capricorn side of you. And when we add in your moon sign, which, as you guys mentioned in your last, is kind of your inner self. It's kind of what you might do if you were taking a day off at home and just relaxing and you're not putting any effort into anything you're just kind of laying back and this is maybe how you'd represent yourself then and so your moon is in cancer uh that is fun because that is spoiler alert jamie's son as you mentioned last week but that's fun and so that mixes with your capricorn so you have the sociability of the cancer you have the comfort of the cancer, the protection, the protectiveness of the cancer, combining with that, you know, honorable, ambitious, practical Capricorn. That's why we get along so well, Michelle. Right. That's why we're besties. <laughs> it's, it's because of that. That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> It probably would draw you to each other a little because you have such things in common. We do. We have a lot of stuff in common. It's funny. And we're both empaths, too, which is fun. It's a lot of fun. So anything else that you have found from my chart that's fascinating or, like, sticks out to you? Is there anything about love, um, maybe? Love? Yes, I can talk about love. I will touch really quick on your ascendant, your rising sign. Okay. Because those are your top three, the sun, the moon, and the rising. That's really what's going to really make up the base and the bulk of how you treat things and how you view things and what your self is. So your ascendant, your rising is Virgo. And that gives you some um, intelligence, some reservation, some maybe shyness when you first meet people because in your rising so that's when you come across to people you might be a bit reserved a bit shy when you first meet people but you'll warm up to them and as you warm up to them they will encounter your cancer side your friendliness your kindness and your protectiveness and they will encounter your sun side which is your capricorn and that will be your ambition so at first people will tend to see you as a little bit more quiet probably and then they will get you 
a little more, they'll get to know you a little bit more, and they'll get to know you as a little bit more of a warm, driven person. Interesting. Does this sound like me so far? Are you asking yes, me? Yes, I'm asking <laughs> you. I wasn't sure. I think so. I I kind of feel as when I first met you, I didn't initially take you to be such an outgoing, uh, exuberant, effervescent type of person as you are. You seemed a little more quiet when I first met you. But now that I know you, I see that you are ambitious. You do have drive. I mean, you've been working so hard all year during this crazy, hellish year. And my God, anyone that can do that right now has got to be driven. <laughs> that is true. Um, I have only been working on this podcast, though. So there's that. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. I hope so. I always think it's interesting. Yeah. What? You also planned a wedding during a pandemic. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was insane. That's right. You got married. Yeah, you planned the whole thing. Yeah, that is true. Oh my God. Just a little thing here and there. Yeah, just, just a little thing. It's just, it's just the podcast. That's all I did. No, I planned a whole fucking wedding. That shit should be on your resume. I'm just saying. That was a bitch. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Professional planner. Um. Anyway. So it's always interesting, like, looking from the outside in. So that's what I always find fascinating about this kind of stuff. And that's kind of why I brought you on here, because, you know, me and Jamie know each other so well. I, I feel like we just, you know, when she has anxiety, I'm like, hey, are you okay? Like, I just kind of know, you know? And it's nice to have a third party kind of be like, hey, so here's the things presented on a platter. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's a great idea. I'm happy that you chose me to do it. And I totally understand where you're coming from. When you know someone that well, it's hard to know, my God, have I just known you for a million years? Or is this written in the stars? <laughs> Pretty much. It can be, yeah, it can be both. Pretty much. That is. So you asked, about, mm -hmm. you asked about your romantic house as well. Yes. Which house is that? Uh, that's Venus, of course. Venus is always, you know, your your interactions with others, your relationships with others, not only romantic, but also how you interact with people. Mm. Um, but it does, you know, we'll just talk a little bit about romance here. Uh, you are going to be committed. Your Venus is in Scorpio. So Scorpios are very passionate. Scorpios are very sensual, as everybody knows. Passions, you know, high and low, and you're committed, and your partner, Brandon, should be very lucky. He should never feel worried that you will, you know, stray or do anything wrong in terms of the relationship, and you just are committed. You want to give your partner your complete attention, and you would like to have an intense connection with them. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. So, I, uh, I don't know where I had... Oh, gosh, I met this group of people a little bit before the pandemic, and they were talking. You know, it's like a group of Wiccans, and we just kind of got together um, in Colorado and just were kind of talking and, and chit-chatting a little bit. And one of them was... I don't know, he was from some sort of, like, high priestess coven thing in Scotland, and he said that the secret um, to life is in the birth chart. 
So what are some of the things that you would see I would need to work on from looking at my birth chart? Or can you tell those? Oh, gosh. Now, this is the type of question I may need a few minutes to prepare an answer for, as I would want to look through the chart and see some different positions of the planets and things like that. Everyone, typically everybody, has something in their charts that they can work on. You actually probably have a few less things than other people because you do not have any planets in retrograde at your birth time. And planets in retrograde is not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that energies can be turned inward, and for some people it can be more difficult to express those things, or it can just be a little more challenging overall. I see that Jamie actually has four planets in retrograde. They're very commonly in retrograde, so don't worry. But it's just that time of year um, in the summer that planets far away from the Earth are in retrograde. But you, Michelle, seem to have everything straightforward. So while there will be something in here that will be challenging to you, there might be a bit less challenging. You might want to work on uh, being too impressionable. You might want to work on being too sensitive. You might struggle with perhaps personal relationships within your family and things like that. Interesting, because that's pretty much, you know, especially the relationships in the family. Okay, so uh, another <laughs> question that I had is, um, my gosh, it just left my brain. I was sitting here thinking of it, and I was like, no, don't leave. <laughs> oh, here, have you ever heard of, like, how the signs have ruling parts of the body, like we talked about in the last episode? I think I have. I personally am not very informed upon that. I will be upfront about that. But I did hear your last episode. I would definitely be interested in chatting about it. <laughs> so one of the things that I find really, really interesting, and Jamie can probably attest to this, is that Capricorns, one of their like ruling parts of the body is the teeth. And I have so much anxiety <laughs> about my teeth. And just like some oral, like a lot of mouth problems. Like my dentist is like, holy shit, like you've got a lot of problems. <laughs> so do you have any like comments about that or anything say about that? Well, as I said, I'm not as well informed on the different parts of the bodies, but that seems pretty strong. That seems to be pretty strong circumstantial evidence that you're presenting. <laughs> um, that's definitely worth looking into. After I listened to your last podcast, I did look up some of the body types that were associated with the rising signs that you mentioned. And I was very, very skeptical. And when I got to my rising sign, it turned out to be a pretty accurate description of, you know, my face shape and etc. Of course, sometimes I think, think things like that. I Sometimes I think that things like that can be a little more circumstantial, a little less realistic than some of these other signs were, you know, gosh, it's great that the planet was in this place when you were born, and that might mean that you dislike rejection, and it might mean that 
you will go to great lengths to avoid it in that way, but I'm not personally sure that it also means that you're going to be a thick-thigh bitch with big boobies, you know? Like, <laughs> I think that's a bit more random chance, <laughs> personally. I think that that's really interesting, and I don't, I don't really know how it all works. Like I said in the last one, like I'm still like very much a noob at this, and I really want to learn a lot more. I think it's fascinating how it kind of interconnects with the tarot and stuff like that, which I, once again, I'm not very familiar with the tarot, but I know enough to kind of get by. So, yeah, no more than me. Sweet. Um, anyway, so Jamie. Now that she's done my fun one, and we know, like, all that kind of stuff, do you want, do you want to do yours now? Would you like to do that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So anything else that you oh. wanted to say about mine, Christy? Um, well, gosh, there's still so much that I could go over, but it would take far longer than anybody would care to spend listening to me talk. Uh, if you have any particular questions, I might be able to get you an answer, or you could also follow up with me after the podcast, and we can spend a little bit longer on it. That is true. But otherwise, that is true. I can go. I say yeah. we go to Jamie, and we talk with Jamie about hers, and then if we have any questions about mine during, then we can clarify those. So all right, let's do yours, Jamie. All right, so you two, like I said, have a little bit in common here. You are a Cancer sun, Jamie, and Michelle was the moon Cancer. So what Michelle has in her moon sign, which was more of an inner, more of an at-home, relaxed type of personal sense, yours is going to be in your sun sign, which is your character and your ego and your creative life force and all of those things. So as a Cancer, you are protective. Like I said, you have a good survival instinct. You might be a little hesitant to share your inner self with the rest of the world. You enjoy thinking about wonderful things that you've done with your friends. You like to think about the good times and you use your feelings to guide you as you make decisions about things and people. And as you get older, you would take these past experiences and apply them to your new decision-making process and use that to help you going forward. I think that's really interesting. Jamie, yes. what do you think? I mean, I think it fits me pretty well. Well, what are the, <laughs> what are the, other, um, what are the other signs say, what are the other parts? The other, okay, so she is a Scorpio rising, which I think is fun. I'm also a Scorpio rising. That is, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, the first impression you make. It's your outer shell, as we can say. So it's what you wear when you meet people. You're a Scorpio, and you are very present, whether you're loud or whether you're quiet, People tend to notice Scorpios. There's a reason why everybody knows the name Scorpio when you think of zodiac signs. There's a lot of polarity there as well. People tend to either love or hate Scorpios. And 
a lot of times, uh, being a Scorpio rising as well, of course, I'm on the love side. I think, hey, we're fantastic, we're great, I don't know what you're talking about. But there's a lot of people that think that maybe we can be, they might say manipulative, I would say persuasive and logical. You're loyal, you're determined, you are brave, you want to do things, and you can be intense, or you can seem intense, at least, as your rising sign. You can seem mysterious to others looking forward. Oh my god, that fits you so fucking well. This bitch. This bitch. Let me say it. Let me just... So, she fucking came over to Colorado, right? She had me climbing fucking mountains, hiking all over fucking Colorado and all the touristy shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Jamie, can we take a fucking break? By the time of it, I was sick as a goddamn dog. Do you remember that, Jamie? Yep. She's trying to kill me. Just spirited. Just a little intense, right? Just a little bit, not too much. Jamie, what would you say about it? I mean, I definitely am a loud person. (laughs) When when she gets to know me. Especially when she burps. Um, I also, like, the impression thing fits me to a freaking T because it doesn't matter if I'm meeting someone for the first time or if it's someone that I constantly see a lot. If I, if I feel like I want to make myself, like, look good and, like, make an impression every single time I'm constantly, like, putting on different clothes or checking myself in the mirror a million times and, like, perfectionist type thing. But, yeah, I feel like that fits me really well. <laughs> I know. It's always so crazy when you hear these things for the first time and it fits you so well. It's almost unbelievable. Yeah. I think it's funny. I think it's really funny. It reminds me of that time that you flew, too. Maybe we can talk about that in another episode. Mr. Jordan? Yes, that would be the one. She she yeah. is terrified of flying. And so, this was during the wedding. I flew to Minnesota three days before my fucking wedding. Okay. <laughs> and I flew back with her. And this hoe. Okay. So, is sitting there, falling her eyes out when I get there, with the hottest, the hottest dude I have ever fucking seen in my life next to her. And he's getting on the same fucking plane. And I'm like, why the fuck am I flying with you? We have Mr. Hottie over here. What is this nonsense? Well, you can't plan for that, you know. Contingencies. It is true, but she's very intense when you meet her, clearly. The uh, the other reason that happened, too, is because I'm, like, outgoing, and I was willing to just, like, start a conversation with a random person. Yep. And be like I am. <laughs> yep. And now she, she's been still talking to him. How long has it been since the wedding? Anyway, next. <laughs> Michelle gets to the airport and Jamie says, oh, you can go home another way. I've got this handled. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. And they was like Insta friends, like on on the gram, and now they're chatting, texting. I'm like, this hoe. It's okay. I already have their wedding planned out, so. Oh, God. (laughs) Technically, I've planned two weddings in 2020. (laughs) 
Well, then we'll definitely have to talk about her love sign next after I get her moon sign out of the way here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, uh, recap again. I know that you'd mentioned this earlier and last week, et cetera, et cetera, but your moon is kind of your emotional side. It's your innermost needs. It's how you nurture yourself, how you nurture others, things like that. So your moon sign is a Gemini, Jamie. Oh, God. You're a Gemini. <laughs> oh, God. That's what Lacey are, was, that hoe. Are you not a fan of Geminis, Michelle? No. Oh, why not? A lot of people aren't. A lot. Of, it's very much like Scorpio. It's very polarizing. Two-faced, manipulative. <laughs> okay, go on. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, so you, again, Jamie, are Moon and Gemini, and a beautiful Scorpio rising, so that is a nice polarizing combination. So you have, of course, the wit, the charm, the effervescence, the friendliness, the happiness, the wonderfulness of a Gemini, but people don't tend to see that out of you until they know you very, very well. It's tended to be reserved for close friends, for family, people you work with, maybe not even per maybe not even people you work with, but people that are very important in your lives. And you are curious. You like to do things. You might have a lot of hobbies. You probably enjoy a multitude of things. You probably can't seem to finish something once you start it even though you'd really, truly like to. You just have too many things to do to finish this one right now. You might have a little bit of moodiness. You might be a little irritable. That's kind of why people immediately jump to Gemini's being, as Michelle said, um, I don't know, would you say annoying? Manipulative and two-faced. Ah, oh, yes, that's the word. So... <laughs> That might be why people jump to that, because there is a little bit of moodiness, there's a little bit of irritability in Gemini, but Gemini is very go-getting. Gemini is very straightforward. They're, they've got a silver tongue. They're great at organizing get-togethers. They want to make things happen. I like Geminis. <laughs> You and Gemini's can go in the in the closet somewhere. I love you, Jamie, but there are days you drive me up a fucking wall too. I know. There's I there's a lady that I know that likes to refer to me and my sister because I'm a twin as just like two people who never stop moving. I think that's so fascinating because isn't the Gemini's considered considered the twins? Yes, the Gemini's are the twin sons. Jamie has a twin who's also a Gemini. I do have to say, her twin is a lot more um, irritable and moody. <laughs> Definitely. More on the annoying side. Jesse, I'm sorry if you're listening. Love you. <laughs> we like to, me and my sister are very active, very outdoorsy people. Oh my god. Something. Cleaning my house never ends for me. And they Hard. don't take pictures for the gram. Too busy living life. Yeah. You. Well, I got a life to live, okay? I, I got know. people to see and places to be. And a podcast to take care of. <laughs> You're the more organized one. Oh my god, here we go. See, this is the Gemini <laughs> side. Here it is. Love you. Love you too. 
Now, now everyone's favorite. Let's see your love. Yes. So your Venus, um, as we mentioned, was oh gosh, it's everything. It's love. It's everything that love is. It's art. It's beauty. It's charm. It's grace. It's hot dudes in airports. Gifts. Hot dudes in airports and all kinds of stuff. <sighs> so Venus is in Cancer, just like your sun sign. So you prefer a love that is committed, that's steady. You'd like a protective sort of relationship. You want to be comfortable. You want to be secure. You don't want to have to worry. You are looking for touch and closeness. You like sentiment and you would appreciate a partner who would probably maybe go even just a little bit out of their way to show you that they were thinking about you in their downtime. Good God, this is like telling me exactly everything that I want. It's okay, Jamie. I'll send it to him later. Uh, um, and you, you tend to be sensitive and caring in relationships. Just what you want out of a relationship, you tend to give back. You know, you're nurturing. As with cancers, we mentioned you're protective. You're going to be a little bit up and down in love emotionally because you can be a bit sensitive and a little impressionable in cancer, but overall, you really just want to be a partner. You want to be a partnership. You want to be a family, if you will. Yes, I would definitely say that that is, that is Miss Jamie. That's her love life. From what I have heard from her, from what she's told me, I think that that's true. What do you think, Jamie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Very much true. I think those are great qualities. I think those are great qualities to have in a partner. And then yourself, and you too. Those are good goals. Yeah. Those are really good goals. I love that. If, if only, you know, there are certain people in this world <laughs> who understood. <laughs> love you, love you, Jamie. Love you. Okay, so do you have any questions, comments, concerns? Me? Just you, Jamie. No, no, I agree with everything 100%. It's like being slapped in the face with the truth and reality. <laughs> it's wild. I did my husband's chart. He didn't even know his son's sign. Uh, and I did his chart just, I think it was a couple weeks ago even, and we went through it and... He can't, again, can't even tell you his sun sign, and he just went through, that's me, that's me, that's me, oh my god, that's all true. It was, it's pretty wild. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. I'm gonna do that same thing with Mr. Moose. And Jamie, you have some homework. What's that? You need to get some of the, that information from Mr. Airport guy. Oh... Uh... Okay. okay. And you get that stuff from him? I'll work Thank on it. Thank you. So then we can do what this is going to be like for, for love and relationships. Find out if me and Brandon are compatible. I'm going to get it for two people. <laughs> you get it for two people. You do that. And you have you have that fun, love. Yeah. yeah. So what do you get from Jamie just from looking at her chart? Have you learned anything about her just from looking at her chart and not really meeting her in person? Uh, yeah, that's another thing that might be worth mentioning here is I have barely met Jamie. We interacted a little bit at Michelle's wedding, but we were both very busy doing separate things all day long. Yes. 
So this is all from her chart, and it's all sounds like it's totally accurate. So that's pretty, pretty crazy. I, I've learned a lot. I honestly, I would never have guessed a lot of these things, and that's probably from your Scorpio rising exterior, because I just saw the uh, quieter side of Scorpio, probably because you're very focused with your Gemini moon working for your friend's wedding. <laughs> Very busy. Yes, that was a very busy time. So yeah, she was really busy during that. So that's why they never really met, but they kind of met. But they never really had conversations in time to like really get to know each other. So I'm glad that you were able to kind of get to know her and, you know, maybe get Jamie got to know herself a little bit from you. Maybe. maybe. It's, uh, it's interesting. I, I, uh, I have some things in common with your chart as well, not even just the ones we mentioned today, but the rest of the chart. I was born in a relatively close time in a previous couple months, so. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool that you guys have something in common there. So you, Gem you said Gemini, no Scorpio. Me? Yeah, you. I am a Gemini sun, Scorpio rising, and Taurus moon. Oh, God, you're a Gemini, too. Okay, I could see I'm it. I'm a Gemini sun, Scorpio rising, so I am very, uh, very much unpopular with some people. I sometimes hesitate to tell my signs to very hardcore <laughs> astrology people because some people will just not talk to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some people are really mean to Geminis. I mean, I'm smart enough to know that that person was just a bitch, so it's just kind of yeah. how it is. Um, so, yeah, I don't think everyone who's a Gemini is a complete asshole. Um, <laughs> some of them can be. I won't deny it. So, what else does yours say? Oh, me, gosh. To be quite honest, I have a lot of similarities with Jamie's chart. I have Gemini Sun, Scorpio Ascending, and Taurus Moon. Let me, oh gosh, I'm all mixed up here. I apologize, got to pull up the correct chart. Interesting. Jamie... Yeah, you and Christy have a lot in common. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. That's interesting. So, I had never thought that you guys would have so much in common. I should have looked this up before. So, when we do our Venus one, or our love one, whatever, then we're gonna see what our gentlemen have in common. Yes, and the ones that Jamie and I have in common are more of the smaller ones. As I mentioned, we're both Scorpio rising, and she has Gemini moon with my Gemini sun. But the other ones that we have in common are a bit smaller. They're a bit less imperative to your personality. We do have the same planets in retrograde, which, again, is not a big deal. It just means that maybe you have a couple things that are a little more difficult or maybe you just have your energy turned inward for it. You maybe keep it hidden. Or it's a little shy about that. So what does Jamie but, have to work on in that aspect then? Because she has a lot of anxieties. I wonder if you can see them from her chart. Uh, maybe. That's hard to say because, again, that differs from person to person. 
But uh, again, we have the same four planets in retrograde, and those are Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So that means a couple different things for each of the planets. You might be a little extra guilty. You might doubt yourself a little extra because of the retrograde. You might have some stronger internalized fears that you have to kind of overcome and put a mask over when you're presenting to others. You don't want to let people down, and nobody wants to let anybody down, but you might have a big fear of that because you just really, really hate it so, so much, and that is more than other people, perhaps, because of the retrograde. You might feel anxious and nervous because you might have to follow specific rules or standards or protocol in certain situations, and that can make you uncomfortable. Oh, there's even more. Um, you That's just one planet's retrograde. That was just Saturn and Uranus. That can cause a bit of distrust for new things or at least slow to accept new things, maybe a little hesitant to try them. And it can cause in Neptune a little bit of vulnerability. You might kind of hide yourself. You might hide your compassion. You might hide your expressing of emotions, which would go right in line with your Scorpio rising. And in Pluto retrograde, you might worry a little bit about being controlled or betrayed or manipulated more than others do. You might be a little more apprehensive of people. You might keep your goals to yourself a little bit longer before you reveal them. What are our thoughts, Jamie? I feel like it fits me. I feel like it fits you a lot, yeah. Especially the trying new things. If you guys have looked at any of our, like, mental health episodes or anything like that, then you know that Jamie has, like, a restrictive eating disorder, which means you're a little apprehensive about, like, new foods, new things, and new, um, you know, drinking out of the tap and stuff like that. Yeah. I get very anxious around, like, trying new foods or, like, going to new places or flying or doing anything that's, like, out of the norm so that definitely fits me very well yeah for sure that's really interesting that you're able to so are those the same for you christy yes i actually have those very same planets in retrograde and i tend to have a lot of those same qualities however personally when it comes to trying new things i am very, very interested in it, especially when it comes to food, but that might be because, I mean, I've been to culinary school and very Italian and blah, 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 but everything else really fits me very well, and it might just be something I've personally overcome. Uh, a lot of other things are the same, again, when you get down to the smaller, littler stuff. We do have different Venus and since we're talking about love signs for everybody, Ooh, you know. Let's do it. <laughs> My Venus is in Gemini. Yay. I'm just a Gemini all around. Yep. So that makes me charming and clever and witty and, you know, all of those nonsensical things that you get with the funny, stupid partner that you might enjoy being around. 
sometimes I can tend to be apprehensive against getting in a relationship that might be too comfortable. Before I got married to my husband, I didn't want to commit to anybody. So, you know, I would date around and didn't want to make anything official. And obviously with my husband, things were different. But before that, I was much more in line with the Gemini sense of love. Interesting. So that makes a lot of sense for you. Yes, I like fun. I like entertainment. I like excitement and brain stuff and trivia. And I'm always going, just like Jamie said, go, go, go. And that's what I like in a partner. That's interesting. Uh, see, we're learning all the stuff about each other. I like it. So next week we're going to be back with Venus. Well, actually not next week, but eventually we will be back with Venus and the love signs and we will have our loves charts. Jamie, you are muted. I know you're trying to talk, but you are muted. Damn it. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. Her son has now just interrupted. That is Mason. Who is talking there, so, <laughs> yeah. Special guest star. I didn't realize I was sharing the stage tonight. I just found out, I just got one of the person's info, so I'm really excited for this next episode. Oh, I'm excited, too. Fast. Yeah, maybe we can do Mason's chart next time, too, because he's such a cutie, and you can see, like, what's going on with him. But, yeah. I think he is a Sagittarius. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mason. Him so cute. But yeah, as you guys can tell, having like your sun sign is not just who you are. You're a combination of different signs and a combination of different things that are kind of put together to make this giant puzzle that is you. So yeah, that's kind of how it works. But that was this episode. And uh, did you have anything else that you want to add, Christy? I do not. I do want to thank you again for having me. This was a lot of fun. I love talking with you guys. It's clear that you have a wonderful bond with your uh, zodiac signs are obviously good friends. So <laughs> Clearly, yes, especially when she finds hot guys in airports. That's just the thing. Jamie, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? No, just sorry for the interruption. <laughs> Mason likes to come in and just see how we're doing. Make sure that you're doing your job as a mom. Anyway, yeah. we will see you guys next week for yet another episode. And thanks, you guys, for joining in to our giveaway. We loved it, and we will be doing it again. We've got a lot of more fun stuff that we're going to be doing, so we're really excited. But anyway, that's all for this yep. episode. Bye. Bye, guys.